Greetings and salutations. Welcome to the Joysticks Podcast, a PlayStation-centric podcast brought to you by SafePoint Gaming. I'm one of the hosts of the show, Cody Bradbury, and alongside me, as always, Alex Modisett. Alex, how are you today? I'm fantastic. Good. Ready to kick this episode's ass. Yes, me too. It's been it's been a while. We've been a little uh, inconsistent. Life is getting in the way. Life is getting in the way. And, you know, uh, we, we did an episode uh, a few weeks ago with our buddy Matt. Uh, he was in town what, mid-January, mm-hmm. and that was the last time we recorded. So, uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to try our best to, to do um, an episode a week, but life does get in the way. That's right. So there's Sometimes that. gaming gets in the way. Sometimes gaming also gets in the way. I'm um, very excited for next week, though, because we'll get to talk about Far Cry New Dawn, mm-hmm. assuming we both get it. Oh, uh, yeah. So yeah, that that'll be uh, that'll be very fun. But we will talk about Far Cry New Dawn later uh, when we do the games coming out this week. Uh, speaking of games, though, what have you been playing since we last spoke? I've been playing a lot of FIFA 19. I got it on sale hmm. uh, as part of. I got FIFA Madden, uh, FIFA and Madden together as part of like a package deal sale uh, over the holidays. And I've been playing a lot of FIFA, um, and I've been playing some Madden, and I've been playing. Some Far Cry to get ready for New Dawn. You and I were playing it, partied up last night, killing yep. some Peggies. Um, game is super fun for what it is. I mean, it's not you know a, a technical marvel. It's not a, you know anything to really write home about, other than it's really fun. It's fun to just drive around and do get into all kinds of crazy stuff. You know, you're fighting Peggies out in the woods, and then oh, bear comes and just yeah. demolishes three of them. You know, it's yeah, it's just a, a hell of a lot of fun. It- uh, it is. Uh, it is definitely one of my. It was one of my top five games of the year last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was number four, if I remember correctly, or number three. Um, but yeah, it's definitely, definitely a good time killer, mm-hmm. uh, especially when you beat it, because uh, they offered a new game plus mode, so you're not just stuck um, respawning the outposts. Mm-hmm. You can play through the game again with all of your, you know, a typical new game plus fashion. You have all your weapons, all of your skills you uh, unlocked. You know the the whole nine yards, uh, all the vehicles you have, which the uh, the Far Cry Three Blood Dragon vehicle mm-hmm. is stellar. It's like a, an old Honda Civic with neon all over it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty great. I, I know you and I played that together last night. But besides that, what have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, trying to get through that. Uh, I got it on Black Friday for twenty seven bucks at GameStop, so it was a pretty good deal. Uh, and then I purchased Resident Evil Two, uh, so I've been also trying to get through that. And, um, and now you're in counseling. Now I'm in counseling. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you and I were partied up whenever I the night I got it and, or the night it uh, released because I pre-ordered it and I had it pre-downloaded. But I got to the Mr. X part, mm-hmm. and uh, aside from the memes on Reddit and Facebook and Instagram being absolutely fucking top notch, <laughs> like they are some of the funniest memes based around video games I've ever seen. He is goddamn terrifying. <laughs> Like all you hear are these like thundering footsteps, and then you're like, "Oh fuck, he is right near me, but I don't know where he is, and I can't see him." And then he just appears. Like he punches through a wall, or you know, in the library, he'll just jump from the second story or second floor of the library and just land right beside you or some shit. It's <sighs> terrifying, but good. It's a great game so far. It is my game of the year. Uh, however, it is the Second game, only the second game I've got mm-hmm. that's been new this year. The other one's the uh, Animusha Warlords uh, remaster, which came out 
Would you consider a remaster or a remake for a game of the year? A remake, yes. Especially one as... Um, especially one that does things as differently from the original as Resident Evil 2 did. Mm. So, you know, you look at the uh, like the Shadow of the Colossus remake that came out um, last year. I would consider that, or maybe it was the year before, whenever it came out, I would consider that more of a remaster than a remake. Um, even though I think it's a remake technically in their eyes uh only because it was basically the same game just with much nicer graphics Mm -hmm. uh resident evil 2 remake however you got a new camera angle uh it's literally built from the ground up it's it's more of a reimagining of resident evil 2 than it is a remake because if it were a remake i feel like they would have you know the same ish camera angle and Mr. X slash the tyrant, whatever you want to call him, would not be part of the first run like he is in this game. Mm-hmm. So in in the original that came out in 1998, um, you'd play through as Leon or Claire, and then you would have a second run, quote unquote. Uh, and Mr. X was only a, a factor in the second run. So you'd... I mean, it was still terrifying, but it wasn't like knocking on your door two hours in or an hour in or however long it takes you. Some of these speedrunners, I saw a guy beat the game or beat one of the runs in 53 minutes. Like, Jesus fuck. How, <laughs> how is that possible? Um, so, yeah, I've been playing Resident Evil 2. I've been playing uh, Assassin's Creed, Far Cry. What else? Dabbling in God of War. Trying to get through a Did new game. Animusha? Plus Animusha, yeah. Uh, that came out mid-January. Uh, Animusha Warlords was originally out on PS2 and it came out in 2001 and it was one of my absolute favorite games on that console. I beat it probably close to 30 times. Wow. Yeah. It's up there with like Metal Gear Solid 3 as far as favorites are concerned. Um, You play as a samurai named Samanosuke and you have to save... Typical damsel in distress story. You have to save a princess from the danger she's in. However, this danger happens to be a uh, resurrected Nobunaga Oda, which is a real person. Uh, All these people wind up being real, all these characters. Uh, But it's like an alternate history. So uh, Nobunaga gets killed in the opening cutscene. And he gets resurrected. Well, yeah. Whoopsie. Game's been out for 18 years at this point. (laughs) But whatever. Uh, Nobunaga gets killed in the opening cutscene gets resurrected, winds up being like uh, the demon's hand, if you will, mm-hmm. like in the, the human world, try and like conquer the world for the demons. Uh, and you have to go stop them. And it's pretty fun. It's a pretty good game. I highly suggest it. And it's only 20 bucks. So you got 20 bucks to spare. That's a good game to get. Um, aside from that, though... I haven't really been playing an awful lot. Mm-hmm. Work's been pretty stressful, so I haven't really had a lot of time to. That's the thing. I, I've not played a lot of games, but I've played a lot of them. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I've, I've owned FIFA for like three weeks, and this is like my fifth franchise, I guess, or team career that I've started, and I'm already like nine years in. Yeah. So, because I don't play every game. That's that. I mean, <laughs> if you played every game, it would take you. The, or at least the way I play, it would take me a week 
or better yeah. to get through one season. Right. And so I, I like to test my managerial skill in building a team that can win when I simulate, and that's what's fun for me. Of course, yeah. And you know, My favorite part is having Gabriel Jesus, who's a, in real life a Manchester City player, but I've signed him to play for Huddersfield, and the news blurbs that they come up with are hilarious because it's like Huddersfield can trust in Jesus or <laughs> Jesus uh, acts as savior with late goal yeah. or something like that. It's just hilarious. It's hilarious. That's pretty funny. Um, yeah, I don't think there's much else that I've been playing, though. Uh, really looking forward to next weekend. Oh, uh, I have been playing a little bit of the Division 2 beta. Mm. I didn't mean to say that, too. Yeah, uh, pre-ordered the Division 2. Um I'm really and looking forward to that. Me too. And Far Cry New Dawn on the same day. Uh, the Division 2 beta, though, pretty good. Uh, obviously, you know, it's beta. It's got its issues. But I'm not, unlike some people on the internet, I'm not uh, using that to look at the game in a negative light because it's a beta. Like they still Well, and look what they did with the Division 1 at launch where people had to stand in a queue yeah. uh, uh, to, to log on to the game. Yeah. Uh, essentially, for the first time, and that's where you create your character, mm-hmm. uh, if I remember right, and a register. Or something yeah, you like register that. as yeah. your agent or whatever, whatever yeah. it was. But every there was one computer mm-hmm. in that first in, area, in that first hub. And so, day one, day two, day three, even in that whole first week, like people were waiting in lines mm-hmm. uh, to play the game. Yeah, and then they turned it into um, a really damn good cover shooter. Yeah, it, uh, one that's punishing if you try to play it guns out, uh, running and gunning. So you have to use those covers available. I mean, they've built the game around cover, cars yeah. and signs and buildings and and and, and all that. Um, but from day one to what it was the last time I played it, which was it's been a few months ago, mm-hmm. um, is night and day. Yeah. So for people to take uh, the Division Two at its beta. I think is missing what Ubisoft has really done over the past couple of years, which is like, hey, our launch polish isn't going to be phenomenal, but we promise you we are going to work on this game over the course of its life, whatever they planned out that life cycle to be, and we're going to make it something worth playing. Yeah, and it, and I'm I'm really looking forward to it because. You know, Ubisoft and Capcom both—they had their—they've uh, had their ups and downs as far as being a, a company. Uh, excuse me, as far as being a company that creates a decent product is concerned. Um, but they're both really turning themselves around. Like mm-hmm. the, the Division, the first one was a train wreck when it first came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege, same way. Oh, right, I still won't play it. No, I, I won't either. It's people, online. Yeah, community is absolutely disgusting oh yeah people were assholes in that game but um they both had troubling launches and they turned into these juggernauts Mm -hmm. and and capcom i mean they went from resident evil 6 is a bastardization of what resident evil should be it was a it was a fucking action game it wasn't a horror game it wasn't scary it didn't there was never a point when i was playing through it that i ever felt tense or you know scared that i ran out of bullets or whatever Mm mm-hmm now Capcom's back to its former glory. They've got you know uh, Resident Evil, and um, they just re-released Onimusha, which is one of their seemingly long dead series. And Devil May Cry Five looks very promising as well. So uh, as long as they both actually learn from their mistakes uh, in the past, I think they will both be 
top tier companies again. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're both quickly becoming my two favorite game developing and or publishing companies around again. And it's great. Now, if we could just get Konami to pull their heads out of their asses (laughs) and release the Metal Gear Solid Legacy Collection on PlayStation 4. Well, it's coming to PlayStation now, which is probably what they can... Like, PlayStation's probably looking at that as the equivalent of releasing it on the PlayStation 4. Well, and the Legacy Collection, though, was great because it had Metal Gear, Metal Gear 2, four of the five Metal Gear Solid games. Of course, five wasn't out when this came Mm -hmm. out. And then the Metal Gear Solid VR missions, I think. I think that was on there. Was Peace Walker? Peace Walker was on there. And I think that was it. It had like nine or ten games on it, and it was mm-hmm. like a two-disc collection. It was, it was great. Like It was stellar. I, I would pay 30 bucks again for it, like I did on Amazon. Um, but all we need is Konami. And then like my, my Japanese, or not Japanese, two of the three are Japanese uh, developers, but... It would be stellar. It'd be like childhood all over again. Oh well, I don't think they will. They're more interested in fitness centers and pachinko machines at this point. So, <laughs> whatever. Um. So yeah, moving uh, moving on a little bit. Um. Is that well? Sorry, was that all? That yeah, you've been that's playing? all I had. Okay, yeah, that's all I had too. So we are going to get into uh, into some news. Yep, in the news. It is a uh, soft week. It is super soft. Uh, the news that is. Yeah. I'm rock hard. <laughs> mm. uh, <laughs> we both are. Um, yeah, not a lot going on. Uh, one of the things that ha- that did pop up, uh, Sony's catching flack from game developers for uh, its regressive stance on crossplay and progression, which we've covered in depth as one of our topics uh, we did. before. I think that was like episode three or four. Yeah, currently PlayStation only allows crossplay for Fortnite and Rocket League, uh, kind of leaving everyone else out in the cold, everybody else who wants to come play in the crossplay party. Uh, but in the last week, uh, a gaming company and a CEO, um, the gaming company being War Thunder developer Gaijin Entertainment and the CEO being Stu Chisholm of High Res Studios, uh, took aim at PlayStation on Twitter, uh, telling him to stop playing favorites with <laughs> Epic and... Uh, with psionics uh, yeah uh funny and i thought it was funny though chisholm's uh tweet included the iconic video of former president uh, ronald reagan telling soviet leader uh, mikhail gorbachev to tear down that wall <laughs> <laughs> and um you know what well, i mean so we, we we talked about this at length what do you think of now devs coming out publicly or at least taking to their twitter and and really making um, making a public point about their distaste for Sony's current policies. I mean, I get it. Like everybody, Sony's doing this this thing that they said they weren't going to do, and yada yada yada. And everybody wants their hand in that cookie jar. But at the same time, like War Thunder is great, and I'm, I'm sure there are several thousands, hundreds of thousands, maybe even millions of people playing it. But I've I, I, I hang out with primarily a large group of gamers where I work. Uh, I play a lot of video games. You play a lot of video games. I've never played it. Mm-mm. I've never heard anybody talk about it. Even on all the podcasts I listen to, I don't hear anybody talking about it. Unless any of them will mention this story in their podcast. But I don't... Uh, I think Sony should be more inclusive. However, I think they should be careful because if you open the floodgate everybody's going to expect it 
Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it's as simple as flipping a switch, uh, like we found out with Rocket League and their accidental weekend where everybody was playing together and nobody knew about it until they were like, oh shit, we did this on accident. Whoopsie. Mm-hmm. But I don't... Calling out a major company like Sony, especially one where your product is being sold through their platform, is a ballsy move and it could have negative ramifications. Mm-hmm. Well, for Gaijin or Gaijin, however you pronounce it. I'm going to assume it's Gaijin based on the spelling is G-A-I-J-I-N. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it could have very negative um, ramifications for that company because Sony might just decide, you know what? Hey, you want to call us out on some bullshit like crossplay? Well, guess what? You can't sell your game on our console anymore. Mm-hmm. It's free to play, but you can't, you know your console or your game will not be hosted on our console anymore or whatever. I don't think Sony would do that because I'm sure War Thunder being a free-to-play game, much like Fortnite, not as big as Fortnite, of course, but free like Fortnite, all of their profits come from, or all of their money comes from microtransactions. And I'm sure they number in the millions and all that jazz, but I I, I think Sony, they've never been scared to tell somebody, stop, and Mm -hmm. if you don't stop, we're going to just stop for you. We're going to pull your shit from our store. And I think, uh, you know, I think it was uh, in the last week or two, the CEO of Sony uh, was talking about how um, the future of gaming is in cloud gaming. It's mm-hmm. in remote streaming services. And I think that may be why Sony is as hesitant as it is to allow crossplay. Because by opening crossplay, then which they already do it with remote play. Right. Um, but if you do that, well, now you can just, I mean, you can kind of go play your game anywhere and you don't have to have the proprietary software. Right. Um, or if you do, it's just kind of sitting there collecting dust. Mm-hmm. Sony and Microsoft and Nintendo want you to be engaged with that piece of hardware. Right. Because that's then what you would associate with gaming instead of a, uh, you know, just a controller in your laptop. Right. Like our buddy Matt does in New yeah. York City. Um, so that may be one of the reasons why they don't want, because they want you to be sitting down in front of your TV at home with your console. Yeah. And they don't, you know, and and like I said, why why should they? Sony has a, a PlayStation has an install base of over ninety million. It's going to break a yeah. hundred million by the time they kill this thing. Yeah, if not more. Well, why? It, why, I mean, why do they have to listen to anybody else? Right. Like the games, like you mentioned, how Sony could tell uh, these folks to go kick rocks, but these people couldn't afford that. Right. Yeah, you can't afford uh, to not be on PlayStation for this generation. I mean, last generation you could. I mean, it, up it, up until the tail end, you could. Yeah, and uh, you know, you would want to be on Xbox. Mm-hmm. You 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 would want to make for certain that your game was coming on Xbox because Xbox 360 for the first six years of that console generation killed PlayStation. It did. So until like The Last of Us and mm-hmm. Uncharted Three time frame came out, or uh, until those you know two came out, that time frame in the PlayStation 3's life, yeah, Xbox was king. But then again, I think the counterpoint to that is how successful can Sony be continuing to say no, we're the adults in the room right? and we're going to do what we want to do. I'm sorry you know, our entire player base we're not going to listen to you. We're not going to give you what you want. 
no matter how benign, but we, you know, since we know what's best, we'll do what's best for you. Right. And I think that that you can only say that so long. Right. And, and before it blows back on you. And I'm sure that they will um, open the floodgates. I keep using that, but I mean that's really the only way I can describe it. Yeah. Um, eventually, I don't think it's. They're dipping their toes in the water to see if and it's a gonna, beta. Yeah, it's a beta. This is a test. Yeah, to see how their servers handle it. Right. Yeah. I mean, and and people. Yeah, I, I think they've publicly said this is a beta test, and we're going to use these two games as the beta because right. they have monster. Uh, followings both Rocket League and mm-hmm. uh, obviously Fortnite, which yeah. is the biggest game in the world, and will be uh, for the foreseeable future. Sadly, um, no, it's a good game. I know, I know, it's, I, it's a lot of fun. I, I I can't actually talk shit about it. We've talked about this. Everybody thinks Fortnite's you know stupid because kids play it and all that jazz, but you know, I got a lot of enjoyment out of it. Oh yeah, you, we got a lot of enjoyment out of it together. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's it's fun. It, it's cheeky. You get in, you play for fifteen minutes. Oh shit, I got. 20 minutes before I got to leave and hop on the five minute loading time and play a match real quick. (laughs) Hopefully it doesn't take more than 15 minutes. Um, Yeah, I I, I think um, I think Sony not opening the door for all to to, to walk through at once is smart. And I know they're catching a lot of shit for it. But like you said, they're seeing if their equipment can handle two of the biggest games ever created. Mm-hmm. Like, Rocket League came out... For a while, Rocket League was on top of the world. Yeah, and it came out four years ago, and there it's still got an incredibly large player base mm-hmm. for a game that's, you know, three, four years old. Because um, there's nothing else like it. No, it, it is... Sock Car, I think, is the way it yeah. was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I, I think is amazing you haven't seen a Rocket League clone yeah i mean you saw how quick people jumped on the battle royale right uh, train mm-hmm. uh with the online shooter I'm, I'm i'm kind of surprised people didn't jump on the rocket league deal i really am too like because but- you you see something that's so successful now part of their success was born out of being a free game on yes. playstation plus yes and I, I think that really juiced mm-hmm. their in their their player count I, I was actually listening to an interview with Jeremy uh, Dunham, who was one of the um, one of the designers or developers at Psionics, and he was like, "Yeah, that first night, our servers almost melted. Like we had to go in and manually reboot them every hour because they kept getting overloaded, and we had to wait until eight o'clock in the morning when the rest of the team came in, so we could install more servers." <laughs> So I'm just imagining somebody like watching their bank account rise while also pushing a restart button <laughs> on a server. It's like it's like playing at uh, Adventure Capitalist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah, I'm sure it'll I'm sure it'll uh, eventually work out for Sony. I'm sure people will stop complaining about it, but nope, you know never stops complaining. That's true. God, that's so true. And even when they stop complaining about that, it'll be something else. Mm -hmm. Well, not everybody's like, ooh, Apex Legends is a Fortnite killer. They've said that a couple times about a couple different things. Call of Duty Blackout was supposed to be the the Fortnite killer. Because, I mean, people are like, oh, it's it's, it's got the Call of Duty Mm -hmm. polish. It's got all these other things, and it does all this well and whatever. And it's attached to this monster company. Right. And developer, like, it can't possibly lose, right? And then now, like, who who the hell's talking about Blackout? Exactly. If, If Call of Duty... Like, as much as I dislike Call of Duty, I've still bought 
two of the last four. If Call of Duty can't even topple Fortnite, no, literally no game on the planet has a chance. Nope, Battlefield they still haven't gotten theirs out yet. Well, but and Battlefield's gonna flop. I I regret spending even a dollar on Battlefield Five. Yeah, it is a, it is a really bad game. No, and and it, it it did not have, and it still does not have any uh, real redeeming qualities behind it aside from it looks nice uh, for the most part. But it still was the 20th best-selling game of 2018. What was? Battlefield. Well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's... As Forrest Gump would say, that's that's all I gotta say about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but PlayStation... Uh, end of the next uh, piece of news. PlayStation Plus' free games for February dropped on Wednesday... Uh, PlayStation 4 owners can pick up Hitman, the complete first season, and For Honor. That's a solid, solid pair of games mm-hmm. for PlayStation 4. Uh, Dive Kick, which uh, for PS3, cross-buy with Vita. Metal Gear Solid 4, Guns of the Patriots PS3, which I think is the best game probably on this entire list. Uh, Gun House for PS Vita, cross-buy with PS4. And Rogue Aces, PS Vita, cross-buy with PS4. I would so have a solid month. It is a solid month. Uh, it it kind of sucks. Um, I don't know what your next news bullet is. Uh, that I'm really excited for next month, though. Oh, okay. Well, uh, you can be excited for next month, but it kind of sucks that these that those four games for the the PS3 and the Vita were the uh, the swan song for PS Plus on Vita. Like that's it. I think swan song was the proper thing to say. Mm-hmm. Um, after this month, they're no longer offering Vita game or PS3 and Vita PS Plus games. So that that kind of sucks that they threw in you know Dive Kick I've and not heard of Dive Kick. Rogue Aces and all that. You would think that they would like have one last big grand poobah party celebration for it, where you'd get you know the top tier PS3 and like Vita games. Like what are the best games that we've not yet given out for free on these exactly platforms. yeah you you would think that they would have done especially something. to vita throw them a fucking bone right like these I, people <laughs> like, I, I i have a vita it's sitting on my nightstand and i play it every night before i go to bed like it is a stellar console it just didn't get the love it deserved like because i've owned i mean hundreds of games or probably almost 200 games now for my playstation 4 mm-hmm. and I love it to death, and I play it for... I looked up my stats, and I played it for a, a sobering uh, amount of time in 2018, and I'm sure the years prior to that as well. But it's like, if someone owned a Vita, like, that's a damned hardcore PlayStation yeah. Sony fan. I need to take a and family it's... picture of all of my Sony consoles. <laughs> so, like, come on. <laughs> You know, throw, give them something. Yeah, like, now, I'm sure Gunhouse and Rogue Aces are fine, and that's probably somewhere in the wheelhouse of what Vita owners are used to. Right. But there's got to be something better out there. One would think, and I mean, I I got my Vita more so I could play Final Fantasy on the go, mm-hmm. and Persona uh, Four Golden, and uh, I downloaded all of the Personas uh, with the exception of Five because it's not on Vita and. Uh, all the Final Fantasies and all that jazz on there, and a few other uh, indie games, but I uh, I don't know. I'm not too knowledgeable on the library, but I, I feel like you know sending the 
the the Vita out to sea in a you know Viking funeral where somebody's gonna you know shoot the proverbial arrow onto their craft mm-hmm. and set it ablaze. Um, I feel like those two games were not good ones to send it out no. on. Um, uh, PlayStation Three. I, I <laughs> having Metal Gear Solid Four on the PlayStation Three would be pretty good. It is good. I like that one. Hitman Complete First Season and For Honor. For Honor caught a lot of flack. It came out to big fanfare, but I think really didn't live up to a lot of yeah. people's expectations. And you know that 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 sucks too because I played a little bit of the beta when it first when it was about to come out, and uh, it looks visually it looks good. Um, but just the gameplay is not for me. And I know I'm, you know, I'm not, I don't speak for most of the gaming audience when it comes to anything really, but there's just something about, about the combat where you got to hold one stick where you want to, where you want to strike and then move the other one so you can move around the person and all that jazz. It just, it wasn't for me. It was a hot mess and I haven't played it since. So they may have changed it for all I know. I don't, but for me, I would want more freedom. Yeah. I want to win or lose based on my skill and how I've mastered the, the combat, whatever combat system it is you give me. But this seems like you've kind of taken that combat out of my hands and are having me play like a one and three game of chance. Right. And that's, that's all that it is really. Cause I mean, if if the person you're attacking is really good, they'll be able to tell, kind of like a basketball player can, like what direction somebody's going to go or when they're going to shoot based on subtle movements, mm-hmm. you know. So, and like I said, I haven't played it since the beta, so all of this could be different. So take that for what you want, but um, that's just not for me. But the cool thing about Hitman is if you liked Hitman... Uh, the first one, and you want to buy the second one, you can actually download the entirety of Hitman 1's episodes into the Hitman 2 save game file so you don't have to take up, like, double the space. Oh, nice. Yeah, that was pretty cool when I found that out. Yeah, I've, I've already got Hitman downloaded, and I'm ready to... Ready to take streets. on Paris and Marrakesh mm-hmm. and all that jazz. I wonder if they get the special hits in there. I Yeah, it's the complete first season. Like well, you, you won't I get mean, to do like, like Gary. Limited, yeah, the Gary Busey stuff. No, that that was all. The elusive targets are all yeah. like uh, like a week long or two okay. weeks long in certain that, those cases. Those are pretty funny. Yeah, like uh, the first thing I did in Hitman Two when I got it was uh, I beat the tutorial and the first level, and then immediately went and killed Sean Bean because <laughs> he dies in everything. I thought that was kind of funny that they were you know using that to their advantage. Like, oh, this is a guy known for dying in everything, so go kill him in a video game. Fun stuff. Yeah. But I'm really excited for next month, though. What's up? Because at the expense of those PS3 and Vita owners, I get to store 100 gigabytes <laughs> of saved data on the cloud. So suck it, PlayStation 3 and Vita owners. Yeah. I think... Uh, <laughs> so I, I, was, I literally just thought about this. They're doing one of two things. Uh, Sony's either cementing their online storage um, foothold or whatever, if you, whatever you want to fucking call mm-hmm. it by uh, they're preparing for, for, like, for, for cloud games. Yeah. Or that, or like PlayStation five, like, mm-hmm. you know, here we go. And we're going to talk about our, our hopes and dreams for PS five later. That's actually the topic of our show. Um, but I think, uh, I think they might be just planning for next generation mm-hmm. getting there, you know, 
foot in the door a bit earlier than some, at least to the public. But they haven't come out well, and say that, so yeah. I don't really know. Well, that's the thing about cloud gaming, though, and I think what was so worrisome for uh, Sony is that they can't compete in a cloud gaming Mm-mm. market. Not not with Microsoft. No, well, not, well, not with Microsoft, not with Apple, not with, not Apple. with Google. Nope, nope. Not with any of them. Mm-mm. Like, Sony would get beat they really, would. really hard. So would Nintendo for that. Matter. Yeah, but Nintendo, they they barely count in in you know any sort of these races, and I hate to say that, but they've always just done their own thing. Mm-hmm. That it's it's just like oh, so the, the the two core consoles are the Xbox and the PlayStation, and then Nintendo's just the extra, more or less. You know, it's it's great, and I love my Switch. Don't get me wrong, I fucking love my Switch. But anytime I talk about gaming, unless somebody wants to specifically talk about the Nintendo. Switch, uh, I pretty much stick to Xbox, PS4 because that's what everybody has. Yeah, they're the juggernauts right now. Mm-hmm. Which I'm pretty sure the Switch is about to topple the Xbox One in sales, but I'm not entirely sure. No, I've I've not looked it up recently. I know the PlayStation's still so far out in front. Yeah, the, the but I think they probably have more. The PlayStation has more than I think. I think I did read this that it has more than uh, Xbox and Switch combined. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. I I don't think that the Xbox has sold more than fifty million, and I just heard recently that the Switch has sold like thirty-one some odd million. So, I mean, if you even add those two together, it's only eighty-one million. That's still ten and that's plus still million. Ten plus million behind yeah. PlayStation. Um, but it, you and I looked it up before the show when I wrote this little news blurb about the 100 gigabyte cloud storage mm-hmm. for save data. What the hell are people saving to the cloud? I don't fucking you know. You played 300 some odd games mm-hmm. on, your, on your PlayStation 4, on your on mm-hmm. your Pwn Doctor account. Yeah. And you have four and a half gigs of save data. Well, so I... Well, and, and we looked it up. And I had... Well... Which may be a little weird for you. You may have taken some stuff off before. Right. I've only played like, I think it was like 160-ish games or something like that on my PlayStation, on my account anyway. And I've got like six and a half gigs. What the the hell am I supposed to do the other 93 and a half gigs? Yeah, like that, uh, I think 100 might have been a bit too much, but we don't... Because save data storage is nothing. No. My Red Dead save data is like, oh, 200 meg. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, and that yeah, I, I, I'm under the impression that Sony's just getting ready for next generation. Like they're they're cutting their losses with PS3 and Vita because honestly, I play my PS3 only for if I get a, a, a hankering to play Metal Gear Solid two or three, or four. Like that's about all I play it for because I have all my Final Fantasy games on the Vita. I have all my Persona on the Vita. I don't. That's all, all my all my PS3 is playing right now is just Metal Gear, and if you go open it, it probably has the Metal Gear Solid Legacy Collection in it. So, whatever. I just think that's uh, that might be a bit much. Maybe, but like you mentioned earlier, it might be a signal of things to come. Right, and if what we are or what at least I'm going to talk about when we get to the topic of our show, it is the topic of the show. Um, it's time for the topic oh, of the okay, show. Oh, okay, fine, fine. You know what? what, what I told you it was a light news week. It is a light news week, and we are now up to the topic of the show. And the topic of the show, and this is a shitty segue. We're still trying to get this. Hey, we've done solid so far. We have. Two the out of topic three. 
of the show is what does Sony need to do to ensure the PlayStation 5 is as amazing as the PlayStation 4? We'll say it's as successful. It's successful. Because for everything it does great, there are some things that are not as amazing as mm-hmm. its counterparts. Uh, I will let you begin, and we will see what you have to say. To be as successful as the PlayStation 4 has been, the PlayStation 5 has to, and I think it has to match what Microsoft is doing with their games libraries, mm-hmm. uh, with the Game Pass yes. and things like that. They have to find a way, and I get it. I, I get that that's what they really tried to do with PS2 on PS4 and what they tried to do and are still trying to do with uh, PlayStation Now, which is part of their, I, I assume, is going to be part of their strategy down the road uh, with streaming yes, and, and cloud gaming as it is, like, PlayStation Store is going to be central to their uh, gaming efforts as technology improves. So, but the biggest knock, I mean, you go in any comment forum anywhere on the internet and people are arguing back and forth about uh, Xbox or PlayStation and, you know, PlayStation is like, well, look at all these great games we have to play. And that's absolutely true. Mm -hmm. Uh, PlayStation has I was going to say pecker smacked, but I won't say that. <laughs> well, you just did, so uh, go on. <laughs> uh, absolutely pecker smacked uh, Xbox when it came to games right. that people want to play. Well, but not Xbox oh, sorry. has... Then you find all the other... The Xbox fans are like, well, yeah, but I can play all these great games. Not only do I have the great or good games that have come out this console generation, but I've also got these all-time greats that came in previous generations. Right. And that's really the biggest thing that I think Microsoft has that Sony doesn't. And if they come out with another console, if they launch another one that doesn't at launch have the ability um, or the library of classic games that people can access or a service that will do that for them, yeah, I think that that would be a major, major mistake. I, I do as well. Um, so we're going to go kind of out of order because I just have five points listed in an mm. explanation for all of them. Uh, so we're going to start with... Um, Did you talk about that at all in your points? Yeah. Well, then jump to that. I, okay. don't have a, I don't have a bulleted system, so just jump to... So you mentioned exclusives mm-hmm. at the very beginning of this. And, you know, just to name a few PS4 stellar exclusives. So my... my, my um, Main statement is exclusives need to remain top-notch because they are. Mm-hmm. Sony's absolutely fucking killed it, this console generation, as far as exclusives are concerned. You have Bloodborne, Uncharted 4, and these are not going to include any... Um, well, I guess it does include one remake, so I'm not going to continue that sentence. Bloodborne, Uncharted 4, God of War 2018, Horizon Zero Dawn, the Ratchet & Clank remake... Killzone, Shadowfall, and Infamous Second Son. That's just uh, one, two, three, four, like seven or eight mm-hmm. exclusives that uh, Sony released so far. So far, this console generation, there are still more to come. We got Days Gone coming out this year. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man was another one that I didn't mention. Whoopsie. Even though I platinumed it. Uh, Humble brag. Yeah. Whoopsie. It was an easy plat, though. <laughs> um, those are all top-notch first-party games. Or not first-party. Top-notch PlayStation exclusives. Some of them are first-party. Most of them are. Bloodborne is not. Uh, I think the rest of them actually are. 
um, they need to they need to maintain that level of shine. Mm-hmm. Well, you've also got the Last of Us coming up as well. Last of Us, Last of Us Part Two. Yep, it's coming out. Uh, I'm under the impression that's going to be one of those uh, bridge the gap games where well, it comes like out the on original both. Original Last of Us. Was. Yeah. The well, the Last of Us came out in 2012 or 13. PlayStation also came out in 2013, but The Last of Us Remastered didn't come out until like 2004. Yeah, well, The Last of Us was kind of that send off, though. Yeah. For PlayStation 3. Yeah, oh, like, it was. It yeah. maximized the capability of a PlayStation 3. Oh, my God. They it did. milked it for they everything it was worth. Definitely did. But I, you know what? That's a valid point. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Sony and Naughty Dog have some weird. Um, plan in place for The Last of Us Part 2 to kind mm-hmm. of be the send-off for the PS4. And it will probably, much like The Last of Us Remastered, get re-released on the PlayStation 5 shortly after its launch, if not at its launch. And Norman Fetus? Death Stranding, I think that's <laughs> going to be a PS5 game. Yeah, I think it will be as well. Uh, I don't think that's even going to remotely come out on PlayStation 4. But do you see any of the current franchises? God of War. Yep. Uh, I think uh, ends in a, in a way that definitely oh, indicates God. that there's there going was going to be, be another game. There's going to be a Norse God two. of War. Yeah. Um, two. On the PS5. You know, but with The Last of Us, you know, who knows what story they still have left to tell. Uh, Uncharted, Naughty Dog has said Uncharted is all but done. Yeah. Uh, They might do more Uncharted-like games, maybe with the same name, but they will not have Nathan Drake as Mm -hmm. the protagonist. Um I think I think they actually came out and said that. Uh, They could do more they probably could do more Spider-Man games. I would not be surprised based on how that one ended. Mm -hmm. They still have the Green Goblin to to play around with. They still have uh I don't really know that much about the Spider-Man verse, to be honest. But the, the Spider verse, the Spider verse, yeah. They 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 still have a lot of avenues to go, uh, to go down with Spider-Man and his his enemies, and you know Miles Morales, uh, being a character in Spider-Man, uh, definitely Which, will play into it. I'm trying not to get into spoilery territories. Mm-hmm. I mean, the game came out a few months ago, but. Uh, I, I don't like to do that until it's at least like six, eight months old. But I think your point about exclusives is a larger one in that Sony doubled down on games. They did. And I think they can attribute much of their success this console generation in that they came out with PlayStation 4, I mean, before it was released, when mm-hmm. they were announcing it and taking it through its its press tour, saying this is a games machine. Yeah. This machine is built to play games whereas their counterpart of microsoft was saying this is an entertainment system right this thing is will do tv this Mm -hmm. thing will play your movies this thing will stream your music this thing will uh but it'll also play your games but you know it has to have a constant internet connection and you know they fucking bungled Mm -hmm. the shit out of the xbox release whereas sony didn't sony said it's about games Right. And look here. Here's what we're going to bring you. Over the course of this console life, we're going to bring you the greatest gaming experiences that's ever been had. And to a large degree, they absolutely delivered. So I think for them to do... I think they need to double... As I mentioned earlier, I think they need to double down on that idea by saying, look at all these great exclusives that we're going to bring you in the future. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, with the ones that are known, right, and 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 the kind of the series that obviously lend themselves to continue, but also say, but you know, 
but we know you haven't, um, or that you've been with us for a while. Yeah. You've played our game, so here, let us bring this backward compatibility in and really hammer the fact that this thing is about games, and we know you love games that we've had before, mm-hmm. so let us bring them back for you. Right. So and I can see, uh, was it Sean Layden? Yep. Saying that on stage. Oh, I could. Absolutely. I, I could I as can well. See him. While wearing like a retro PlayStation shirt or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Whatever retro game that they're going to remake. Yeah. You know, um, whether it's Crash or Spyro. Or... Right. Um, which goes on to point number two that I have here, actually, which is also number two on my list uh, the backwards compatibility that you just mentioned. So. Um, Look at this. These are effortless segues. These are super good. It's like you knew what my list was. I didn't. So I'm just going to. Uh, I'm going to. Tickle Xbox's proverbial taint for a second. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'll let you borrow my tongue. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, so it, it's going to sound bad at first, but it is actually praising them because what they've done is... Um, so Xbox, uh, they began this console generation, the underdog, due to some overzealous and overconfident executives. Uh, you know, the whole, like you mentioned earlier, the offline Xbox 360 comment, or the offline Xbox is the 360. If you don't like that, well, hmm, fuck off. Mm-hmm. Uh, more or less is what he, it wasn't those words verbatim, but it's more or less what he said. Um, you know, that really rubs some people the wrong way, which is fine. And it happens, and you know, us being PlayStation fans, it's good for us because we have plenty of people to play with now, unlike Xbox users. But um, they won over fans with the announcement of backwards compatibility in either late 2014 or early 2015. I'm not entirely sure which. And then a public public release. Um, actually, I think I wrote that down wrong. Backwards compatibility came out on the 360 or on the Xbox One, and it was it was stellar. It was. You can play Xbox 360 games. Here's a list, yada, yada, yada. You can buy them. If you already own them on your Xbox account, you can just download them. And then they sweeten the deal up a little bit more with um, original Xbox games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's probably 30 or so on there. I wrote the wrong dates down, so whoopsie-daisy. Um, however, Sony, being Sony, uh, recently, within the last couple of weeks, there was a leak of a patent. Mm-hmm that came out that kind of people were taking this and running and I'm, you know, I'm going to wait and see what Sony says uh, until I actually hold, you know, a nice, uh, uh, until I form my own opinion on it. Um, But they, a patent got linked or got leaked or got released. uh, One of the two uh, from Sony that was uh, basically their own way to their own technology, their own, their own uh, system to um, allow backwards compatibility. Which, the way I read it almost sounded like an emulator. It did, but that's still fine. Yeah. PS2 on PS4 or is an emulator. The, the, what I read was that essentially it was a technology that would allow the system to fool, mm-hmm. almost, whatever game it was trying to read into thinking it was the system it was designed for, right. which is an emulator. Right. Which is fine, and yeah. I'll I'll take emulation. That I don't give a shit about that. Like people, people shit on people that play emulations like they're uh, inferior, and I I don't care. Well, what what do you think the NES Classic is? Exactly, or the PlayStation or, Classic, or the well, Super Nintendo Classic. Yeah, like I mean, the PlayStation Classic is is 
stupid and sucky, but they could have done so much better with that. Well, Ooh. let's hope they didn't pack one of those bad boys into oh, God. <laughs> the PlayStation Could you imagine 5? that? Like, like in five years when my dogs clog up my fans on the on a PS5 like they did with my original PS4, if I open that up and there's just a PlayStation Classic sitting there, I'm probably going to set that console on fire. <laughs> but uh, I, I think that so long as Sony, and I, I this is... I've talked to a couple of people at work about this. So long as, because I've, I've spent more time playing PS4 than I have probably any other PlayStation mm. console. Uh, so long as they continue, or they offer backwards compatibility to at least PlayStation 4, I will be A-OK. Because I've got all my exclusives I still play. The last thing I want to do is have a PS5 sitting next to my PS4, and i got to switch back and forth. If I can just download my PS4 games that I want to play on my PS5, be all right. Peachy keen. Anything else is just extra juicy goodness. Mm-hmm. I'll be a-okay as long as it's at least got PS4. Um, but their patent did make it sound like it would go back to maybe PlayStation 1, yeah. which is fine. Um, and that's got a lot of fans frothing at the mouth, hopeful uh, for this long-wanted feature. So here's hoping that they at least do a little bit. I think they would be crazy. Like I said, I think they'd be absolutely foolish not to. I think I, I think Microsoft, in this regard, has forced their hand. Mm-hmm. Like, they have to find a way to make it work. And whatever way it is that they make it work, it has to be there. Yeah. Sony cannot afford to release another console without some type of backward compatibility. Now, I think to come out, I think for them to come out and say, we're going to double down on PS Now. We're going to double the PS Now library. We're going to, you know, kind of, they really kind of stopped the PS2 to PS4. Yeah, I'm really um, sad about that, too. There's a few the games that I was looking going, forward but, to. You know, maybe they revived that in some way where it's like a PS Classic subscription service or some mm-hmm. crazy idea like that. I think they would get absolutely drug through the mud. Oh yeah, they would get demolished if they didn't have at least some facet of no shit backwards compatibility. Mm-hmm. Like I it should be like the uh the OG PS3, the fat PS3 that came out it was like I think uh, the one I got was the Metal Gear Solid 4 edition. It came with Metal Gear Solid 4. It wasn't fancy or anything like that, but uh you could no shit put in PlayStation 2 games and it would run most of them. Like Kingdom Hearts, Final Fantasy 10, you know, Baldur's Gate, Dark Alliance, Animusha. The whole shebang. It would run those. And there was only... It was like 94 or 95% of the PlayStation 2 library that it could use. So there was only like 4 or 5 or 6% that you couldn't play. Okay, so I don't I, I don't get to play, you know, Barbie's Mystical Horse Adventure <laughs> or some shit. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Moving on, though. I think one of the more important ways that PS4 can or PS5 can be as successful as PS4 is if it maintains some sort of price point like the PS4 did to its competitor. Mm-hmm. So when the PlayStation 4 came out it was 400 bucks. When the Xbox came out it was 500 bucks. Yeah. So that extra 100 dollars can go a long way. Absolutely. I mean imagine being a mom or a dad in a store. Yeah. Uh around Christmas time and you're trying to decide on which of the two Right. um you were going to buy 
your son or daughter. Yeah. Or now you've always heard, or at least you know, in your googling mm-hmm. or research, as adults <laughs> call it. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't agree with that, but you know, oh well, PlayStation. Everyone always says PlayStation has better games, right? And it's cheaper. Mm-hmm. Parents typically aren't going to care about backward compatibility because their child has no attachment to those. PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3 right. games. Yeah. So they're just going to get the cheaper... It, it's a cheaper option, and it has better games? Mm-hmm. Okay, sold. Right, and that, that $100, I mean... When the, when the PlayStation 4 first came out, it had a, a, a few indie-ish games that came out in its launch window within the first two or three months. You know, you had Rezogun, which was stellar. I still play that every once in a while. It's a fucking masterpiece. Um, but you could get, you know... Oh, I have a hundred bucks, so I can get PlayStation Plus for a year and most of a new controller. I just got to fork over twenty-five more dollars after tax. Well, it was only forty-nine ninety-nine when well, PlayStation yeah. Four launched. Right. Okay. So when it launched, yeah. So you would only have to fork over like five dollars, thirteen, <laughs> or five to ten dollars. Yeah, yeah, at that point. Um, so I mean, there, there's that aspect to it as well. Like Sony definitely did themselves a favor. By offering a, in my opinion, far superior console for less money. Um, so yeah, price point definitely needs to. Uh, if if they can, and even if it's like, if they can sell it for four hundred bucks, that would be pretty stellar. I would be a okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty reasonable, in my opinion. You know, I'm gonna save up a few paychecks or save up during a few pay periods, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you think Sony would be so, I think uh, PlayStation VR mm-hmm. is obviously something that they're not going to want to give up on. No. It's, it's not old enough uh, to, to just throw into the trash. One of the other things that <clears throat> Xbox did when it shipped uh, the Xbox Ones was that uh, shipped it with the... The Kinect, Kinect camera? Ugh. Kinect camera. And it was just one of those deals where it's like... Okay, like oh, fuck that shit. Yeah. Uh, the government's watching you. Exactly. But, no, I have a funny story about that, actually. <laughs> Um, do you think Sony is going to try to do something similar with their VR? Where I think even the VR units have, they've even said outperformed expectation. Yeah. They, um, they expected this. Oh, sorry. Do, do you think that they would, with PlayStation 5, try to do a forced incorporation? I don't think so. Only because... Oh, wait. When you say forced incorporation, do you mean like if your VR unit is not connected to your PS5, it will not work? Like, no, 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 no. the PS5 no. will not work? They'll have some type of hardware or some... So, I don't know. I, you know do you think they try to... They up the base selling price because they're... Oh, we're going to sell you a PlayStation 5 and VR at the same time. Oh, if it was like a bundle? Like a package or a bundle. Yeah, that would be worth it, in my opinion. Like you think, like, well, if you're going to buy a PlayStation 5, you have to buy the, buy the PR with it. Oh, you mean if they didn't offer a VR-less console? Yes. Yeah, okay. No, I don't think that's worth it because I, I have interest in VR, but not enough interest in VR to force myself to buy it like that. Mm-hmm. I would wait until somebody traded in a PS5 at GameStop sans VR and go that route. Or just wait until they do, hypothetically, they do what Xbox did and just sell a Connectless X or PS or Xbox much, One. Yeah, much like Xbox selling a Connectless Xbox One, I would wait until PlayStation sold a VRless 
PlayStation 5. Uh, but my funny story was a buddy of mine, Xbox fanboy, bought an Xbox One day one, had his VR, or his, uh, not VR, his Connect, sitting on his uh, entertainment center. And there's a little light that turns on. It's white when, uh, when your Connect is on and your Xbox One is on. And uh, he had his Connect turned off. You can do that. I believe you can do that at least through the settings. And out of nowhere, uh, it pinged back on. And then he saw the camera in it moving around like it was looking through the room. And then it zoomed in while it was looking at him, or at least he thought it was looking at him. Zoomed back out because you can see like the mm-hmm. the yeah. lens in the aperture. Yeah, the li- yeah. And uh, zoomed back out, got back to its like starting position, and then shut off. Nice. Yeah, so he put a paper bag over it immediately. It was Edward Snowden. Yeah. Uh, so that that is his story to me on that was why I didn't get an Xbox One until it came without the Connect because that's <laughs> fucking terrifying. Um, last thing I want is Big Brother, Big Brother watching me, you know. Do whatever I do. Yeah, in do my whatever I room. do in my in my own time <laughs> in my own house. Um, another thing, on to point four. Of mm-hmm. five. Sony needs to continue allowing developers the freedom to try new things. Mm-hmm. And they also need to uh, continue their willingness to publish these things. So, I have a little bit of a paragraph here. I'm just going to read it. So, you look, take Bloodborne, for instance, all right? So, Bloodborne shares many core elements of the Dark Souls formula as its spiritual successor, su- spiritual predecessors and successor. Uh, but it is, in fact, a vast departure from what the Soul series is known for. Fast combat, the inability to block, uh, and forced aggression towards enemies that hurt you were key gameplay elements to that game. Uh, had Sony not allowed FromSoft to try something different on their dime, um, this game probably would not have come out on a PlayStation, and it is widely regarded, widely regarded as one of um, PlayStation 4's best exclusives. Mm-hmm is great. I fucking love it. The same can be said with uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Horizon Zero Dawn is another great example of this, uh, this mindset that Sony has right now. And and uh, it's much more close to home for Sony because Guerrilla Games, the developer of Horizon Zero Dawn, is a first-party studio. They are owned by Sony, for those that don't know what first-party means. Um, Guerrilla is best known for the Killzone series. And... Uh, it's a first-person shooter, dystopian future, you know, uh, warring governments that are from different planets or something like that. I didn't play the first three. Uh, basically, all hell is broken loose, and you are a soldier trying to fight in this war. Um, that is Killzone. Horizon, if you haven't played it, you play as Aloy, a redheaded female who is trying to survive uh, in a post-apocalyptic world where... You um, find out. Yeah, you find out. <laughs> Sorry, spoilers. Well, you kind of figured post-apocalyptic. I mean, it's not like cavemen were waltzing around with giant robots. You don't know that. That's true. I wasn't there. But uh, where was I at? <laughs> oh, cavemen. post-apocalyptic world yeah. where uh, machines uh, rose up and staged a sort of coup against humans. Well, it was a bug in the system. It, it was, but yeah. Uh, uh, I forget what entity put that bug there. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, it was, I believe it was a machine, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was machine learning. Yeah, 
Uh, and you Which know, is a real thing. It's just terrifying. It, uh, it is really goddamn terrifying. But they, they, they took over the world in this sort of coup that the humans didn't expect, obviously. It was and now they have to eat all living matter. Yes. Uh, it was sort of in a Terminator-type fashion. Mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to throw that in there. But uh, if Sony allows for this sort of game development with the PlayStation 5, they will be well on their way to continue being in the top spot next generation. Uh, trying new things is great. Dark Souls is a stellar series. Dark Souls 1 is arguably, for me at least, my favorite game of all time. Mm-hmm. Bloodborne, however, took that formula and made it something different and something great. Um, I, I hope that Sony continues allowing developers freedom of expression and stuff like that to come up with some weird idea. And I think I know what you're about to say because mm-hmm. they're also funding Kojima's new game and yeah. no one knows what the fuck that is. No. Um, Kojima doesn't. Kojima didn't, yeah. Hideo Kojima <laughs> could literally sit across from me <laughs> at this table and literally tell me step by step what Death Stranding is. And I would still leave this meeting, that meeting, like, what the fuck did he just say? <laughs> I think they need to continue that uh, open minded mindset, that willingness to just be like, you know what, you got a funky idea? Do your thing, boo. Well, I don't. I don't imagine they would step away from that because the two uh, games you just mentioned, while they, I don't know that they were the console's biggest sellers. You know, I, I don't they imagine they outsold God of War or Spider Man no. uh, or anything like that. I don't know the exact sales numbers on Spider Man, but I would. It's also been out significantly less than less time yeah. than Bloodborne, but I. I and would, they gave away Bloodborne for free. That's so. true. So you know, we're, yeah, we're just going to continue your your uh, counterpoint. You know, I I don't I don't know that they can afford not to because of the successes that they've seen in doing that. Right. Of letting a first party studio or or letting but, one of their subsidiaries, in whatever fashion they take, uh, come up with something that's engaging mm-hmm. and that's different. I right. think that's what really uh, I think is defined this console generation is that Microsoft started off looking at what it had done in the 360 generation and they mm-hmm. absolutely killed it. That, you know, Halo was on top of the world. Um, Gears uh, of War. Gears of War and some, of, and some of these other series that they have absolutely murdered in that generation. Mm-hmm. I mean, Halo for a while was Fortnite. It's yeah. what everyone was playing. Uh, Everybody it, was talking about And it. that even reached back to the original, like, OG Xbox. Yeah. Like Halo Two, I, I can remember going over to um, to one of my cousin's house, and he would have like four groups of friends all crowded around three or four different TVs, and we all land up together and had land parties with Halo Two. Yeah, and but I th- and they held on mm-hmm. to that through the 360 generation and into the Xbox One generation, and people got tired of it. Like, well, I yeah. played this game before, right? Gears like, of War okay, 4. Cool. I've done this. Gears of War 4 is just Gears of War 3, which is just Gears of War 2. No, I, I, I'm a huge fan of the Gears of War series. I was a 360 guy. Right. I played all of them. I loved them. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, eventually it's like how many, you know... Uh, how many bro eight, shooters can you play? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Yeah, sorry. Um, you know, I think Sony really... Ca- but... Sony moved forward in their PlayStation 4 generation uh, 
and, and tried new things, whereas Sony tr- or Microsoft tried to hold on to that past. Right. And it really paid off for Sony. It lo- I mean, apparently there was an appetite mm-hmm. for the type of games PlayStation was putting out. Right. And, and, and putting their money into. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and they, I mean, they've they've done well, so I don't understand why they wouldn't now. But we've talked so much about games, mm-hmm. which is what Sony wants us to talk about. Right. But hardware wise, what do they have to? I mean, obviously, native 4K. Yes, that was going to be, be the thing. number one thing that I was about to say was I I just got a PS4 Pro. I traded somebody at work my Slim and like a couple games because he didn't understand what was going on with it, mm-hmm. and uh, he was like, "Hey, man, what's up with the Pro?" It's like, oh, hey, it's this, 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 and this. Do you have a 4K TV? No. Oh, well, I have a slim, but I have a 4K TV. You have a pro, but you don't have a 4K TV. How about I give you a couple games and my slim, and we just swap consoles? He was like, cool, I can do that. But uh, PS4 Pro, not native 4K. It's 4K upscaling. Mm -hmm. That's not, like the Xbox One X is far superior console in that aspect yeah i don't know where i was going with this but i mean that, that absolutely has to be included yeah, yeah. is there anything else that, um, you, that you could like we brought this up when we were talking before we started recording uh maybe a solid state drive mm-hmm. uh, that would be nice or maybe the um yeah a solid state drive would be nice there's no ifs ands or buts about it like I'm not going to say that the PlayStation 4 has terrible loading times because it doesn't on most games. Fortnite is uh, atrocious, but I've also played it on my Xbox One and it's just as bad. And I've played it on my Switch and it's just as bad. Um, But yeah, Solid State Drive would be nice. Um, I want to see a handheld component to the PlayStation 5 to combat the Nintendo Switch. I hope they don't do that. <laughs> they don't need to do anything wonky. If they want to do, if they want to do a Vita two or something similar, something not named that attaches Vita, to the side in a dock port, or do what people thought the PS four was gonna do, where the controller splits apart and the screen is like you can connect a screen to the other side, kind of like the Vita, mm-hmm. but with PlayStation four controllers. You like the Switch? Or yeah, kind of like the Switch. Sorry. But with PS4 controllers, yeah, something like that. I'm down. I don't I'm want that. I'm down to clown. No. That, absolutely. I, I don't think they need to dabble in something like that. Oh, no, they absolutely don't. But it doesn't mean I don't want it. Well, yeah, people would say the same thing about Nintendo. Like, they didn't need to dabble in a hybrid handheld home No, console. but they had to get away from the Wii or they were in trouble. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. They and tr- Wii U was P-U. <laughs> Eureka garbage. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, so I, I think really the main things that uh, PS5 needs to do as far as, you know, new shiny things is at least make everything native 4K, which I'm sure they will. And um, a solid state drive would be nice from the start. I would probably be a surprise, but whatever. Yeah, see, I'm not as tech forward, mm-hmm. I think, as a lot... Uh, like I don't understand the tech that would go into that. Right. Like I, don't, I guess that's why I don't work for Sony. Mm-hmm. Is that I? It's like what's what's out there that yeah. they could put into this thing that really takes it to the next level. Obviously, better graphic uh, processing, better which is the native 4K, right. better uh, GPU and 
All the, or the, well, I, the, the yeah, gra- graphic processing. Yeah, yet. better CPC. <laughs> I'm proving to you that it's like I don't I don't know necessarily what's out there that you could pack into it that would like it's just upgraded bits. Right. But what do you do that's so different that you can use in marketing? Essentially, so, I mean that's what that's what Sony's thinking. They said, well, of course we're going to get a better CPU. Of course we're going to get better, um, you know, graphics. Of course right. we're going to up the amount of storage so that that we're getting that, that that we give to gamers because that those are easy wins right but what do you what can they do it's like i don't know what they could possibly do because i don't understand the 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 actual electronic composition of the system enough yeah to say well if they just went out and did this that would be a monster thing like so unless sony decides to get super gucci with it and make everything 8K because there are 8K TVs. They're just not mainstream like 4K TVs are now becoming. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll be a few years down the line. Which but are I'll, actually three and a half K. But go ahead. Right? Yeah, we'll we'll just you know whatever. <laughs> um, unless they decide to get super Gucci and super luxurious like that, and just add that as a a marketing point, like oh, bullet statements. This is what it can do. Boom. 8K gaming. Yeah, Boom. I don't know that they would do that. Because imagine how difficult that would be to develop on. It would be fucking terrible. Exactly. That that technology is not only rare right. in the home, <laughs> but it, I I would guarantee it's rare in any developers. Yeah. It, oh, I, I would not be... I, I, 8K streaming and all that jazz is at least five years away, mm-hmm. if not close to ten. For being mainstream, mm-hmm. um, I, I think you know. As far as graphics are concerned, you can't really go much further than 4K at this point. Like as long as they can upgrade it to the point where they make it native 4K, that's really all they can do to make it better. Because PS4 games look fucking stellar. Like The Witcher 3 came out in 2015. Still looks great. That's mm-hmm. four years old. Bloodborne, same deal. Um, Rezogun came out. It was a launch title, and it still looks fabulous. Like there's, it, 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 if you can just get like the native 4K, that's all they can do to make it better, in my opinion. I don't, I don't. Maybe cut down on loading times and make the processing just a little bit faster. But who gives a shit at that point? Mm-hmm. Like, loading times are loading times. You're gonna have them. Would it be in their best interest to make the console more module modular, to where it would be easier for the owner to be like, oh, here's this cool, oh, you know, I've had my console now for six years, and 8K is taking the world by storm, but and PlayStation has put out the thing, but now uh, Sony, the in the way that they built this console, makes it easy enough for me to take it apart and, and plug in this GPU. So that would be dabbling into PC territory. Exactly. Is that where console gaming is heading, where you as the owner Mm -hmm. and the end user can decide when and what you would like to upgrade about your console so that way that console life is greatly expanded beyond the six, eight, ten years that we've seen of consoles past. So that would be dabbling into the theory that Madden and you know sports games should all be sold as one game for sixty dollars and then every year you spend like ten or fifteen bucks and get a seasonal update. Mm-hmm. Um I 
don't think that would be smart on Sony's part because they would lose money over time, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, they're not putting out a PlayStation 6. So they're going to lose out on the billions and billions of dollars. But would it be nice? Yes, because then you could spend, you know, four or $500, however much it's going to be, on a PlayStation 5 and just have that be your console. Mm-hmm. They kind of started doing that this console generation, though, as you as, as you see with the uh, the you know the the launch edition PS4, and then they came up with the Slim, which is pretty standard. A lot of you know the Xbox One S, the, the you know the the PS3 went through three different phases for uh, you know its its console life. It had the fat PS3, the uh, the first Slim, and then the um, the sliding door Slim. Yeah, Xbox 360 did the same thing. Um, you see them going in that direction now, though, with, with releasing just more powerful consoles, like with the PS4 Pro. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I could see them doing something like that, where you know, assume let's assume that 8K gaming, but they could absolutely build it in a way mm-hmm. that only Sony branded GPUs. Sony branded where they make memory, propri- uh, you know, yeah. solid state drives. Mm-hmm. They, uh, you know, it proprietary yeah, I, uh, hardware would work <laughs> with the installed software. I really hope they don't do that because <laughs> they fucked themselves with the Vita, and that was part of the reason that the Vita failed was their memory cards were proprietary. But this would be wholly optional. It would if be if you want to upgrade yeah. from the native 4K that we put in it to the 8K that's coming. Mm-hmm. Here, here you go. That's your choice, yeah. but you're gonna pay us four hundred dollars for this GPU, right? I, I, maybe not. I don't know. I could potentially see that. Potentially, that would be very interesting to 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 see how that how that would work out and mm-hmm. how that would pan out in the grand scheme of things. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. I've that, broken you. You have. I, my mind, like the the. <laughs> You're thinking of everything that you could possibly yeah. do, and it, man, I, I I would I would just. God, if that's the case, my wife is gonna hate me because <laughs> I'd have to buy a new 8K TV. I'd have to buy a new 8K processor, and she doesn't even like video games. But imagine how good Overcooked would look. Oh Jesus! For you two in <laughs> eight thousand vertical pixels. Oh man, nah, she'd kill me. I couldn't have that. <laughs> uh, so, moving on, kind of got off on a side note there. The last point that I have to how the PlayStation Five or what the what Sony needs to do to make sure the PlayStation Five is as successful as the PlayStation Four is first-party studio acquisitions. Microsoft is on a goddamn warpath. They are. And I mentioned that. <laughs> Microsoft, they did, in fact, surprise many with their announcement of five or six, I don't remember how many, studios uh, that they acquired, that they bought in, at, uh, at E3 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, two of the big ones, in my eyes at least, are Ninja Theory, famous for um, uh, Hellblade, Sinua's Sacrifice, which was a PlayStation exclusive for a hot minute. And it's fucking stellar, but play it with headphones. And uh, Obsidian Entertainment. Um, Obsidian is famous for Fallout New Vegas, which is widely regarded as the best first-person shooter Far Cry game. Or Fallout game, sorry. Did I say Far Cry New Vegas? 
No. Okay. Um, you might have. Uh, well, it, I don't it, listen to you when you talk. If I did say Far Cry New Vegas, I meant Fallout New Vegas. I so would like to play a Far Cry New Vegas. That so. would be pretty cool. We kind of get that with Far Cry New Dawn. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so the Microsoft announced they acquired five. I think it was five studios, two of which are two uh, of my more favorite developers Ninja, Ninja Theory uh, Hellblade was a, an experience to say the least it's fucking great uh, and and Obsidian uh, they're actually coming out with that uh, Outer Worlds game that's coming out it's like Borderlands meets Fallout meets Far Cry e humory type stuff um, but Sony needs to do themselves a favor and stop shutting down first party studios and start acquiring some or keeping some open or maybe trying to figure something out where they can do a a mixture of both. Mm -hmm. So if they can, this is probably going to blow your mind a little bit, but if they can, um, in my eyes, they've already got a nice cohesive relationship with Kojima Productions. Mm -hmm. So I think they should try. Yeah, they kind of wrote them a blank check. they, They did to go make Death Stranding. Like, do your thing, boo. Uh, and Insomniac, famous for Spider-Man, that came out last year. That is not actually a first-party studio. No. Oh, but that, they that no, did I not blow that. your mind. Never mind. <laughs> um, I think if they could somehow finagle their way into purchasing those two companies, um, that would greatly help their first-party studio problem that they seem to be having, where they kind of give companies like a. Two or three game, not not two or three, probably like a one or two game trial run, mm-hmm. see if they like them, and then if their game doesn't, you know, exceed their expectations, they're kind of like, well, you know what, see you later, close your doors, or condense. Yeah, but who does Microsoft have that could do what Sony Bend has done? Sony Bend, I mean, it took them a few, a few years, but they just turned around probably one of the greatest games of all time in that... God of War. You mean Sony Santa Monica? That's what I said, didn't I? You said Sony Bend. Sony oh, no, Bend Sony is coming Bend out with Days, Days Gone. Gone. No, I meant Sony Santa Monica. So Sony Santa Monica is a um, it's a rare beast because they also make the MLB the show games. Mm-hmm. So they make but one they of laid those off every like year. That's true. Uh, but they still make one of those every year. But they did come out with one of the greatest games ever made with God of War 2018. Mm-hmm. Um how many Microsoft Studios can do that? Well, I'm going to say none, but I'm also not as well-versed in Microsoft-isms as I am with PlayStation-isms. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. But, I mean, I think that's... To me, that's the point, and I think where Microsoft is kind of missing the point in that well, you can go buy all these studios and they're, and they're going to make you fine games, I'm I, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. But who do you have that's going to go make you that next God of War? Yeah. Or who do you have that's going to go make you... Who are you going to get that contract with that's going to make you Death Stranding? Mm-hmm. Or Insomniac? You can buy however much you want. But unless you have studios talented enough to go out there and do the work... Yeah. That those top tier games, right? And I, I'm not saying they should go buy every Tom, Dick, and Harry studio out there. I mean, they should definitely have you know put people through the ringer. Mm-hmm. Like if if Death Stranding winds up being a stellar success for them, I think they should heavily lean into trying to buy Koji Pro. Same thing with Insomniac. If they're not already in business negotiations to try and acquire that studio, they should be soon. In my opinion, 
Hmm. I'm not a businessman, though. I don't know, honestly. Like, mm -hmm. I, I do think that acquiring more first-party studios would definitely help them, though. Yeah, but then I think if you keep going down that rabbit hole as Sony and Microsoft, who's the first to pull the trigger on a company like Take-Two? Yeah, that's true. You know, whoever mm -hmm. then goes and gets Take-Two wins. You know, or Zenimax with Bethesda, because mm -hmm. under Zenimax is Bethesda is Machine Or you games, open the door Tango to Works. buying to more open buying of individual licenses mm -hmm. for games like well Microsoft just made EA a, uh, a bid for you know however many hundreds of millions of dollars it would take to buy the Madden license right kind of like what they did with Mojang and Minecraft well like what Sony did with Insomniac and Spider-Man or that well that that was just Sony publishing it and they kind of just said hey make your game and Sony They've got a weird relationship with Spider-Man, too, because Sony Pictures mm -hmm. owns the rights to Spider-Man. No. Oh. So, so that a Spider-Man game was not coming out on anything but a <laughs> Sony console. So they, uh, they picked the right studio for it. Because Insomniac, they made uh, Sunset Overdrive, which was an Xbox One exclusive. And uh, it, was, it was another one of those like uh, free-flowing always moving games like Spider-Man is. And uh, they were definitely on the right path for something like Spider-Man based off how they did Sunset Overdrive. Um, yeah. But the PlayStation 5 could still be a ways away. It could still be a ways away. So but so if people wanted games to play in the coming week... Mm. What, what would they, they... What would they have options to? Yeah. Or options for? So... Like that fucking segue... I did. Sorry. I just burped. So, thank you, Justin Mason Gill, Masson Gill, who is the social media manager at uh, Sony Entertainment, Interactive Entertainment of America. We are going to read you the drop, or I'm going to read you the drop because I have it right here. I'm not going to read anything. All right. So, out this week, various days, when it, when it tells me, I'll tell you. Alvastia Chronicles. Should I read the descriptions? No. No? Okay. What day is, out, what day is Molestia Chronicles? I'm going to assume it comes out on Tuesday since mm. it doesn't mention a date in parentheses like the next one does. This game looks strange. I might have to buy it. Out on the 14th. Valentine's Day. And these, these two look like they're on some anime Valentine's Day date right now. Mm -hmm. uh, code... Realize Wintertide Miracles. Jeez. Uh, I'm assuming out on Tuesday, Conarium. Um, it's actually kind of a decent sounding um, synopsis here. Out on the 14th, uh, Degrees of Separation. I prefer um, Degrees of Kevin Bacon, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> if you've never played that, I highly suggest it. Uh, out on Tuesday, Eden tomorrow. Out on Friday, big game of the week. Both of our suggested picks for the week. Far Cry New Dawn uh, takes place about two decades after the um, end of Far Cry Five. It's forty bucks too, so you psyched. So you have no reason not to play it, unless you can't spare forty dollars. Yeah, definitely pay your bills and get food. Don't play video games. Um, 
out on Tuesday. Hyper Jam looks kind of like uh, some sort of Samurai Ninja game. Uh, out on the 13th, which is Wednesday. That's a weird day. Uh, Intruders Hide and Seek. And that looks absolutely goddamn terrifying. Yeah, it does. Some guys wearing a deer skull. Out on the 15th, Friday release, Jump Force. Uh, anime Mortal Kombat, it seems. Hmm. Uh, the King's Bird is out on Tuesday. The Liar Princess and the Blind Prince, uh, that is out on Tuesday. Meow Motors looks like some knockoff Mario Kart game, but it might be okay. I will not play it, though. That is out on Tuesday. Out on Friday, Metro Exodus. Uh, out on Wednesday again. That's strange. Minesweeper Genius. You get to help Aristotle in this game, apparently. That's pretty cool. Uh, out on Tuesday, mix-ups by Pogi? Pogi? P-O-W-G-I? Pogi? Pogi? Mm. I don't know. Uh, that's out on Tuesday. Word puzzle. Yes, it is a word puzzle game. Huh. Uh, also out on Tuesday. Oh, no, sorry. That is out on Thursday. Nico Para Volume 2. If you have some weird Japanese-made fantasies, I would highly suggest that game. Uh, out on Tuesday. Zing, The Land Beyond. Beyond. Uh, I don't know what that's all about, but it seems pretty cool. It's also uh, for v- PSVR, so if you got one of those, play it on that. <sighs> What a good episode that yep. seemed to be. Yep. A steady, hour and a half. steady, solid hour and a half in. Mm-hmm. So, if you yep. liked what you heard here, do us a huge favor. Give us a subscribe. Give us a review. We're currently out only on iTunes, but you know that already if you're listening to it. Um, you can also do us a huge solid and give us a follow uh, on Instagram and a, a follow on Facebook. Just look up uh, Save Point Gaming on both of those. Um, what else do we have? Twitter. That's a weird one, though. Mm-hmm. I think it's like Save Point Game Co. or something like that. Yep, that had to be different. Yep, uh, because Save Point Gaming is apparently also a game selling store somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Um, so, yeah, that has been episode six of the uh, the Joysticks podcast. Uh, I hope you enjoyed your time with us. And uh, if you didn't, well, let us know. You can shoot us an email also at savepointgaming at gmail.com I think let me double check that because I'm an idiot and didn't write this down again you gotta stop doing that I know I need to definitely stop doing that well they're all written down in my oh yeah so I kind of uh, screwed the pooch here Uh, it is actually savepointgamingco at gmail.com so whoopsie daisy Mm. but I also screwed the pooch here because I can't find my uh, playstation notebook and I had to use a legend of zelda one so, so everything you read out of it is invalid. It is. Oh, speaking of Nintendo, real quick. Microsoft is releasing Xbox Live on Nintendo Switch. Yep. That's strange. They're doing butt stuff. They are. They've got to be. Right in Sony's there, face. There's got to be some weird Phil Spencer, Reggie fils fanfic going on right now. <laughs> it's like Stranger Than Fiction, where somebody's writing it down because they're all hot and bothered by the uh, thought of it. But, Yeah. It's actually happening, and that's weird. That is 100% weird. That is very weird. I wonder if it's because Nintendo can't seem to figure out a good way to uh, 
do like party chat. They're so weird. <laughs> and the things that Nintendo can and can't do yeah. is baffling. Like is. a Nintendo store. Hot ass. It is. Just hot, runny diarrhea. Mm-hmm. I mean, the PlayStation Store uh, hasn't always been as good as it is. Remember the, uh, still the, not the great. vertical scrolling letters you oh, had to go Oh, Christ. Look at that. Uh, but why can Nintendo not just figure out, seemingly can't figure out some of these more innocuous things? Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems like you should be able to figure out how to... To, to format a digital store that's not ass or to party chat. Yeah. It, it's it's that's like that's been a thing since I the Xbox Xbox mm-hmm. PS2. It's like the meme floating around on the interwebs of the mom turning around to the back seat and asking their child why can't they just be normal and the kid just screams back. <laughs> like Xbox and PlayStation or the gaming community is Asking Nintendo why can't they just be normal? And granted, them not being normal is part of their charm. But in this case, it's not. <laughs> and Nintendo's just screaming back at them. Like anyway. Uh so yeah. That's been the show. That has been the show. <laughs> we got off on another random sidebar conversation real quick. But uh yes, I'm uh I'm Cody Bradbury, and with me is Alex Monisett. And if you like the show, please subscribe. Cause you love us. And we'll be back next week. Later. Later.